0: So, yeah, uh, that was five days ago. School is really getting to me now. But, anyways, uh, I just heard what I just, you know, just reviewing my thoughts. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, going back to that with Cam Newton. And I'm going to keep going, talking about what's happened with the playoffs and everything. Great game that happened on Sunday. Oh, my God. Anyways, Cam Newton needs help. He needs receivers. Uh, There are a few people, like, I, I. There are a few free agents that the Carolina Panthers can sign. I know they have 24 million cap space. They can make some money back if they cut a few guys on the D-line, which I don't know if they will do, but there are a few players that they can get. Um, Sammy Watkins is going to be a free agent. Uh, Marquise Lee, Allen Robinson, they're also going to be free agents. So then again, or you could always draft a number one receiver, which I would probably do. And then I would sign someone like Mike Wallace. You could sign like a Mike Wallace, who is also known for his speed, who he could be like a mentor for uh, Curtis Samuel, who you drafted, who's known for his speed also. Or, and I know they have Bretton Burson, but you could always like keep him on the practice squad again like you always do and then sign eric decker who's kind of similar and but more experienced yeah he's older and you can get him for the cheap like there are plenty of guys in afraid i'm not saying like or bryce butler he was talking like how he's like kind of somewhat he's just kind of really said it like he's just better than does and i'm like i'm not gonna say he is because I, I don't watch the cowboys so i wouldn't know but but you know, he was talking about like he wants a chance, he really wants to it. So I'm like, okay, hey, maybe Carolina. Oh seems pretty cool. Um, don't touch don't touch Jarvis Landry, because you know with Dolphus fan. And you gotta assign him. I'm gonna get into that whole shit later. Um but yeah, just get Cam help. And also looking at the online because I'm just look Cam does not have a left tackle. Mac a little trash, like I've been saying. Um there's Nate Soldier who was up who's gonna be free agent after the Patriots. He might get resigned. Who knows? I'm not sure how good Greg Robinson is. And that's pretty much it. The left tackle class the free agency class is not looking so hot this year except maybe corners, but that might be it. in the course D line and maybe a few and a few linebackers. They're gonna have to really stock up and load And re-up in the the draft. But, so, now, let's move on to Miami. Okay. Six. It's my team. It's my team. I love them. hate them at this. I love them, but sometimes I. If you're Dolan fans, you know. You know, sometimes you get your hopes up. I remember, like, I believe it was 2013. We needed to either beat the Bills. Our last two games were the Bills and the Jets. We lost to the Bills, and had we beaten one of them, we went have went to the playoffs. We lost to the Bills in Buffalo. So now, we're at home. It's We're in Miami. For instance, the Jets. I got Geno Smith. This is looking like a dub for us. Geno Smith, what is it? Geno Smith, balls out. kills our dreams. So, I cried. I cried. I hate to lie. I'm so mad. I'm so upset. <sighs> Anyways, we got so Jarvis is gonna be free agent. He wants about fifteen mil. I'm not even mad at him. And whenever a player like always wants their money, I'm never mad at them. I get it. You need your money. The NFL is kind of NFL is really fucked up in a way. Kind of they do screw players. Um, so if Jarvis were to leave, I always say like I like if he were to leave. I'd be sad because, you know, he's probably he's the best player on offense and probably overall on our team. But if he were to leave, I just pray he doesn't go to a division rival. And if he doesn't go to do a division rival, I'll be one. I'll be completely fine. Then. Whoever's willing to pay him that 15 mil or 14 mil a year. Great. I think he's worth it. Because he gets a thousand yards. I think this is his first season not getting a thousand yards. It's only because he got ejected from a game because they were in a fight with some Bills players. Him and Kenya Drake. But hey. And honestly, that's just the start of our problems with Jarvis. So there are plenty of things we need to drop. First, honestly, looking at my looking at Miami. I think they're going to keep Ndamukong Su. If I was them, I wouldn't cut him. Only because I believe this might be one of the highest years for his salary cap. So I wouldn't cut him this year. Maybe next, probably in 2019, I would cut Ndamukong Su. So keep him for, for next season. And then after that, you might want to cut him. Um... Our linebacking situation, we're gonna I, already, I feel we're gonna cut Lawrence Timmons, which so is good for us. Um Ray McMillan's coming back from injury next year. So next year is kinda gonna be his rookie it's pretty much gonna be his rookie season, really. Um uh, Kiko is Kiko. I don't really know what to say about that. <laughs> On the D line, we are getting old. Going back to them, we're getting, we're old, low key. Uh, the D tackle position. Eh, honestly, I think I would. Andre Branch wasn't. He played great that one season. I believe he had eight point five. That's the year. And then after that season we paid him this year. He ain't doing so hot. Um. I think we're gonna resign William Hayes possibly. i know we're definitely gonna we're definitely gonna draft the dn again who sorry now that we're gonna draft another dn i don't know what round probably like third third to fifth round around there because we don't need to spend an early pick on that and i'm going to the dolphins draft i'm not doing no mock draft but maybe the first probably the first round i'll talk about who we i think we could possibly, a few people who we could possibly draft, but other than that, I'm not doing no damn sub around shit, I'm not doing a no mock draft, I'm, I don't got time for all that Like I do, but I don't want to do a mock draft I'm, I'm, I'm not, like, I don't even watch college really like that, so I'm not even gonna, like, get into that um uh, there's a few work that, there's so there's all work they gotta do, well not, I wouldn't say a lot but there's some work they gotta do. Some work they gotta do. All right, going to the draft, first round. There's a few options they can go with. Another one says Roquan Smith. I don't know if he'll be. And we have the 11th pick in the draft, by the way. The 11th pick. Um, Oakland has Oakland has either the ninth pick or the 10th pick. It's like something with him, them and the 49ers that, like. I don't know that, like, for some mock people, sometimes left like an asterisk next to their numbers. Like, either the 49ers have 9 and the Oakland Raiders have 10 or Raiders have 9 and the 49ers have 10. And I'm like, I don't get how that happened. Like, even if they have the same record, it's strength of schedule. Whoever has a stronger schedule gets a better draft pick, gets the early draft pick. So unless you're going to tell me they both had equal strength of schedule, which I don't believe. Get the fuck out of here. Bullshit. That I don't see how they would like have like you know the fucking how that no one knows which one. So apparently they're gonna flip a coin before the combine starts. Like probably the day no, I think the day of the first day of combine they're going to flip a coin. Whoever wins gets num gets number nine. And honestly, I heard rumors that the Raiders might take Rokon Smith. So if he's magically still there by eleven. We should take rock on Smith. He's be he would be best player available. I think we should take him. Now if he's not there, there's some we could there's some we could take like a guard and we could take uh the Notre Dame guard. Uh some um, and that's pretty much all I could think of. Cause we do need guard help desperately. But that's all I'm gonna go into that with their Draft shit. Um, all right, let's go talk about the playoffs again. Uh, I'm sorry, Titan fans. Y'all bitches got you, niggas got smacked. You got smacked. The Patriots smacked you guys, they just did. But yeah, Titans got smacked. Um, but I don't think it was that bad because it was expected. Um, Damn. It's just... Of course, everyone wanted them. Like, yeah, people, we knew who was going to win. We knew New England was going to win, but we all wanted the Titans to win. Let's be honest. We wanted the Titans to win. I'm not trying to see Brady in the Super Bowl. I'm tired of that shit. Man, don't even give me started on Drew Brees, but <laughs> don't even start on the Drew Brees part, cause we're gonna talk about that. Nah, but uh <sighs> Yeah, I'm sorry, Titan fans. I'm sorry. But at least you you at least you, you made it to the uh what what round would you call that really? Yeah, the d- division. Yeah, you made it to the divisional rounds. Um so that was good. Uh, moving now. Moving on to the, and then the Falcons lost to the. You, you lost to the fucking uh, the Eagles with Nick Foles. You know, Nick, you know Nick, Nick Foles did pretty good. I feel bad for Matt Ryan and Julio. <laughs> I feel bad. I, I'm not even lying. I, like I really thought they were gonna go all the way, like. I I did like a lot of people thought they're gonna go all the way again. Like, oh, it's destiny. Like all this other shit. Like, they're facing guys. If they win, they'll be facing guys with backups and all this other stuff. I'm like, looks like the Falcons might be winning. Like, might go back. Might be a rematch. That ain't <laughs> That not happened. Oh my god. No, it did not. Um. Uh. Wow. But I, did, I, I didn't watch that game either. But I did watch, like I, I watched the Patriots game. I didn't watch the Falcons game. I didn't watch that game. Now let's go to Sunday. Oof. Sunday was a day, huh? Uh, Vikings laid the smack. They sw- they laid the smack. Now let's do this. Oh my God! Don't let the score fool you. Okay, the Vikings were they were stomping. You know, then they then they try to come back. Uh, shout out to Tony Brown for making that one catch with like two Jaguar defenders on him. Literally, one of them was like grabbing on his fucking shoulder pads and all that, holding him and shit. I want to talk about this game with the referees. I honestly think the Steelers. Pro- I, I'm gonna say the Steelers probably should have won this game, and I'm gonna tell you why, based on the referees. There's just one play where Antonio running, I think he was running a nine, just running straight, a little streak. I don't know if it was where he did like a, I don't know what the route was. And he's running down the field. There's a Jaguars, I think it was, yeah, it was AJ Boy. AJ Boy is draped all over Antonio Brown, literally. He's literally holding on him throughout the whole entire route, shoulders and everything, just holding on AB. AB is dragging him with him, and then Ben throws a beautiful fucking deep ball. Love Big Ben's deep ball. Pat throws. Fucking awesome. Throws it. AB catches it, but well, boy, he's still on his fucking nameplate, having his hand all over, the, all over, all over, all on top of him and shit. And he still caught the fucking ball in the end zone, and I'm just like, wow. And I was like, and I didn't see one flag thrown. You're probably thinking, well, he scores it doesn't matter, but you still were draped all over. And there are just more LeBays. Like, like I've seen so many plays where there's like a few. There's like probably four or five plays where the Steelers should have got where there should have been a flag in the Steelers. And the Steelers benefit. Because I don't know what the what the fuck refs were watching, because I was watching Boy like all over the receivers. Like grabbing all over them. While they're in shine and they're out and shit, not the five yards, not within the five yards, like bit, like ten niggas, fifteen yards down the field, draped all over, not one flag thrown. I'm like, whoa, okay, <sighs> but all right. Um, but yeah, Blake Wartles is two and in the fucking playoffs. Well, and Trump's president. Hmm. Go figure. Um. Shout out to the Purple People Eaters. <laughs> um, no, I'm not joining the bandwagon. I'm not no bandwagon fan, but I was watching the game because I wanted the Saints to lose badly because I do not want to see Brady and Breeze in the Super Bowl. I'm, I know you're thinking, why? They're two great quarterbacks. Like, you know, Brady, people saying he's the greatest of all time. Some people say Drew Breeze might be the greatest. Oh blah blah. I don't I'm sorry, they're too old. I'm 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 Gucci on that. If it was like 2010, 7, 8, whatever shit, fine, cool. I'd be fine with that. But Brady's 40. Drew Brees is like 38, 39, he might be 40 next year. I don't know. I'm trying to see young players. Cause they're not gonna be here that long. They're gonna be retired. Like, uh, I don't care. This shit's over with. Uh and I'm not saying, like, Prime and, like, all those other. No, no, but they're still playing at high levels. But it's just, like, still, like, I, I, I moved on. Like, I I want to see, like, new talent. I want to see guys. Like, I'm t- I'm tired of seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Uh Yeah, Breeze got at least, you know, and Breeze got one. But I know people want Breeze to get a second and all this other stuff. And I I've feel like, and it's just, like, I get it. But it's like, man, I'm, I I want to see new people. Because I want to see new people in the Super Bowl. That's just how I'm feeling. So, you know, it's going to be Nick Foles and the Eagles or (laughs) Case Keenum and the Vikings in the Super Bowl. And I don't even know. Honestly, I I really don't know who to go for because neither of them have have a championship, I believe. Neither of them have a championship like franchises, so it's like, damn, who do you, <laughs> who do you go for? Um, Honestly, who, who do you go for? Neither of them have championships, have championships, so it's like, damn. Honestly, I think if I had to pick, I'll go for the Eagles. I'll, I'll go for the Eagles. Um, if they lose, it doesn't matter. At least one of them is gonna go to the Super Bowl, and hopefully, one of those teams will uh get a championship for the first time for their franchise. All right, so the AFC. So me Blake Bortles versus Tom Brady. Blake Bortles and Tom Brady. Okay, listen. Of course, I'm with the Dolphins fan. Of course, I want Tom Brady to lose. Duh. Everyone wants. No one wants to see Brady in the Super Bowl either. No one wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. <sighs> if he wins, he'll get ring number six. Uh, the Patriots will then be tied with the Steelers for most uh, Super Bowl rings. Because, and honestly, I think I think I know when and I be I think I know when Brady's gonna retire. And I had a dream about this. Oh, and by the way, I'm going for the Jaguars, obviously, but I think I think Brady's gonna win. I, I think the is gonna win. But hey, if hey if the Jacksonville Jaguars do win, that'd be dope for the state of Florida. Um, even though I'm a Dolphins fan, I'll overstay one. I'm not joining the bandwagon, Jaguar fans. I, I don't care. And now I still don't believe in Blake Bortles, and I probably never will. But if he, I mean, it's whatever. But anyways. I had a dream uh, that Brady, they went to the Super Bowl, and, Bray- and Brady and the Patriots, they won, and Brady had six, and then I had another dream. And then, and then it was like a year later, then it was the next year, Patriots went again, so now Brady has seven rings. And then at the press conference, after the, he won the seventh championship, the pre- com- at the press conference, Brady said, I'm I'm going to retire. I, I'm, I'm done. I, I'm done. I won seven championships. I'm done. And then, and and then he got first ballot Hall of Fame. Of course, he's going to be the first ballot Hall of Fame. And <laughs> in his Hall of Fame acceptance speech, <laughs> oh my God, um, in my in the Hall of Fame acceptance speech that I had in my dream about Tom Brady, uh, he said, "I only played." I, I was going to retire at forty, but I only wanted to say this long because But yeah, uh Brady was at the podium in this hall of fame, you know. Got the gold jacket on. He's standing next to his bust giving a speech and he's and he goes and starting it and he says, Uh, I only played Past forty, but he's like, I was gonna, I was gonna retire at forty after I won my sixth championship, but I wanted to stay another year and win a seventh. Just, I could just so I could be petty and sit on the Steelers. And I'm like, and, and I'm now I'm thinking about this. I'm like, this really might like this could happen. Like, if he wins this, it'd be six. Patriots would believe they would have like six championships, tied with the Steelers. cuz the Steelers have the most in the nfl right now with 6 and they would and they'd be tied with the steelers with nfl championships and if you won number 7 and <laughs> and he <laughs> and he just talks that shit after he wins number 7 talks that shit and just trolls cuz you already know the Patriots fans are going to troll if if they, if Brady can get them a seventh you already know they're they're on pits Throw on the pit. Throw on the pit brick stealer's ass. First, you already know. <laughs> so. I mean, if it ha hey, if that were to happen, I would die laughing. That'd be too fucking funny. Um. That shit would just be fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. That'd be too fucking funny. <sighs> I ain't gonna lie though. I'm, I'm waiting for the day Brady retires, bro. Cause <laughs> Dolphins about to take the throne. I'm just saying that we fuck the Bills. We're taking the throne. We, we taking the throne. Fuck the Jets. I only want to hear about the Jets. Shit. Oh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for them to be done. Honestly. But anyways. Uh, this is all I wanted to. I wanna say MLK Day was yesterday. Uh this episode is episode of the podcast, you know. It's called Be Yourself, but I just wanna read a quote. Uh because you know, I just like I wanna try and end this and the podcast with a quote to leave you with A nice pause of the quote leave you smiling and really think. And kinda find a really good one to tell you guys. All right, so I found one, I'm, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read two. Actually, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna read three quotes. One of them is from Carl G. Maser, and it says, "Be yourself, but always better yourself." Second quote is from Christina Grimmie, which says, "Be stupid, be dumb." Be funny if that's who you are. Don't try to be someone that society wants you to be. That's stupid. So be yourself. And the last one is from Ralph Waldo Emerson. To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. Uh, This is the end of the episode. Dan Pierre, this was The Real Deal Podcast, and good night. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the real deal. My name is David Pierre. Um Yeah, I'm sorry. It's I haven't posted since like what November 27th. But fuck it. New Year, new me had a but for real though. Um I'm gonna try and upload consistently. I'm gonna try either Thursday or Friday to uh upload on the real deal. Uh this is episode two. Um Lately, I just been thinking about life. About to be twenty one next month. Um, trying to gain confidence. Like I guess the reason, it's an like excuse in a way, but truthful still. Why I've been slacking on this podcast? I just feel nervous and tested water for me. But uh, I got to get out of the comfort zone, and I'm going to try and really do this and put all my heart in, into this podcast, and I want to start now, but let's get into <laughs> one of my favorite families, the Ball family. You know, uh, people just hating on them. Shout out to, my, shout out to that nigga, LiAngelo Ball. Dope. And... They had their first game in Lithuania on Tuesday, which I didn't which I didn't really know about. I think it was on Facebook. Like I think it was on Facebook. You could watch that whole game on Facebook. I think it was actually on. I don't know, I was just there. I saw highlights. Landro was getting some money. Okay, he was he was getting buckets for right? all you fuck niggas hating on Landro, hating on that niggas. I'm like, he's the weak link. Blah, blah, blah. He's like take off he's a takeoff of the Migos. Hey, take off low key the best one though. Anyways. Langelo looking at Langelo finished with 19 points and three rebounds, while his well the OG himself Lamelo Ball got 10 points and nine assists, almost a double double, six turnovers. But yeah, it's Lamelo. He's antsy. He the way he plays, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing because I can see a little rest book in him, but I think he might be a better scorer in my opinion. But that's just me, you know. Lamelo love to shoot. Shout to Lamelo. But anyways, um. This is, I'm fucking with it. I can't wait for the next game. <laughs> I bet y'all probably won't be awake when it happens. Well, i was always, always going to watch the highlights. Saw the highlights of the game. It was fucking dope. Looked great. They played pretty good. Played really well. Um, I'm just like, with this whole ball family, and I heard like LeBall, Levar. he called out so many people. Like, he called out the code, Luke Walton, he called out, uh, fucking, what's this fuck-ass nigga name on TNT, Charles Barkley, lame-ass, called out hella people, Chris Carter and all these other people, and, and it's like, you know what, I'm not even mad at him, talk that shit, and, I know people, and, you know what, and I'm just like, okay, was he lying about shit he said? I don't think so. Anyways, I'm going to Lonzo now. People, like, I, I love you. I can kind of relate to Lonzo. Like, not shy, but like, if he doesn't probably feel, maybe if he doesn't feel too comfortable around people, he's not going to talk. He'll be quiet. He'll just be like chilling. Like, whatever. But yet, I've seen the show. When he's comfortable, when he's in a comfort zone, and he's like with people he actually rocks with, that chills with, that nigga be lit as fuck. Nigga Lonzo. Lonzo, will nigga, Lonzo lit. Lonzo's really lit like that. From what I've seen in shows and shit, so. I, like. I don't, I just don't get it, but. What people be saying stuff, like, it's just like, whatever. Like, this family is awesome. This family's dope. Love the show. Watch every fucking Sunday. On Facebook, always watch it. Love the fucking intro, their fucking theme song. God, it's dope. Anyways. But yeah, it's like, before I was going in on these guys, and I want you know, speaking of Chris way I want to go into that, because, and it's not even just Chris, I want to go into, like, all this stuff. I want to, let's go on to football now. The playoffs happened. <sighs> or <Boy, them titans. laughs> the Titans. <clears> the <throat> Titans. Excuse me, the Titans laid the Chiefs' ass. Am I shocked, really? Eh. I guess, but I probably shouldn't be. Uh, the Titans smacked the Chiefs low key. Um, they were down like twenty-one to three at half, and came back. and It was funny because I was watching the game and I saw Mariota. He's running, they're rushing him out the pocket. He's running, Shot to find the receiver. The defender bats it down, and then Mariota catches the pass or some shit that was batted down and counter himself basically and then scored a touchdown so it was like uh, and i want to know like is that is that a receiving touchdown like is that a stat line like like when you go to receptions will will let's say reception like one reception marksbury order for like how many yards i was and a touchdown like that'd be dope like that's funny as fuck um but yeah they won like i think it was like 24 to 21 some shit like that 26 to 23 some shit something like that um, am I shocked that the Chiefs, can I be that shocked? Uh, no, not really. Um, the Chiefs really don't have offensive weapons. And let's be honest, if you take out it's Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Kareem Hunt, that's, that's, that's it. You haven't, you don't have, and let's be honest, Tyreek Hill, he's not a number one receiver. He is not. He's a he's a he's a dude should playing number two, probably or most likely be in the slot and kill the third corner and kill the nickel corner or the safety, and burn the fuck out of niggas. You 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 should really draft a receiver in the second round probably in the draft or sign someone free agency. Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes. We, let's be honest, Alex Smith is getting the fuck out of here. They're probably gonna trade him. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, we already know this shit. Patrick Mahomes gonna be the starting quarterback next season. Um. Atlanta, I didn't really watch that game. Am I, not, am I shocked that the Rams lost? No, because they're a young team. I'm happy that it was a close game. It was a close game. I think they lost by, like, what, seven, like a touchdown, maybe 10 points. That was a close game. Shout out to the Rams. Um, <sighs> Late mortals, bitch ass. Fuck like Bortles. Um, <laughs> no, but for all that, Jacksonville defense, I saw that game. It was trash. It wasn't trash, but I <sighs> kind of wish I didn't because I ain't going to lie. Even though I'm a Dolphins fan, I was kind of low-key rude for the Bills. I was low-key rude because I was like, fuck Lake Bortles. Like, there's no offense to the defense because I, I love that defense. But fuck Lake Bortles. He's a bum. He's trash. Guys, he's trash. You know, drive Lamar Jackson. Drive someone. Mason Rudolph, whoever. Yeah, they won. Like, what was it like? It was like ten to three. <laughs> great defensive game. I know some people don't like defensive games. I like. I really like defensive games. I love defense. I love it more than offense. Um. So in fact, I saw a diff- great defensive game. It was dope. All right. Carolina and the Saints. <clears throat> um. If you don't give Cam Newton an o, like a better O-line and a fucking receiver, I'm trying to imagine. If they had Kelvin Benjamin, if Kelvin Benjamin was still on the team, I think, I believe, the Panthers would have won had Benjamin still been on the team. Because Funches, you're putting Funches as the X. He's not a number one receiver. He's a number two. Hell, you might be able to put him at tight end low key and have a, have a tight end set, have a have a, uh, a double tight end set with Olsen and Funches. But um, <clears throat> if you don't draft a receiver, Alan, like I said, Alan Robinson from the Jaguars, he's a free agent. Marquise Lee, I believe, is a free agent. I want to sign one of them. because They're looking pretty good. And they can use a way better quarterback than fucking Blake Wardle's bum ass. Um, Cam and I don't know with Cam. He has so many fucking critics. I hate it. They critique him all the fucking time can't do this. He's not that accurate. All the, And yeah, I do. I'll get he's not the most accurate quarterback. I'll give you that. But there's listen, if you were in his situation, you have to worry about one not getting hit because he gets hit upside the head all the fucking time. He doesn't really get flags called for him that much. You know, um, he has to worry about the receiver's catching the fucking ball if it's not Olsen or McCaffrey or Funches. he has a whole bunch of no names really and it's just like All right. Hopefully they'll catch the ball. (laughs) Shit.